Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. This week on Erotic Awakening, free-flowing heart-collar Lenore crazy winner. (laughs) We'd like to thank our new Patreon supporter, Lenore. Among other perks, Patreon supporters get free Kingstarter cards and books and access to audio excerpts of our book, Living MS, and lots of other cool shit. Hi, Dan. Hi, Don. Ooh, music. Yeah, I'm just digging the tunes. It's tunes. I was listening to a podcast earlier today where the guy had Rush playing in the background the whole time. Aww. It was a It was a Neil Peart based, but it was yeah. interesting to have music on the whole time. Yeah, I don't think that would work No, we're for not us. doing that. <laughs> I just sit here going, do, 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 forget what I'm supposed <laughs> to be saying. You probably... Um, would be singing more along the lines of uh, <laughs> that's best I can do for your new Who band. Oh, I love them, and they're coming to Columbus and that's, with Metallica. And, and that's for the um, the the older people like myself. That's not Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey. It is no. This is um, Mongolian metal. Yes. So is what it's called, Mongolian metal. And yeah, I, I was bummed because I just found them. And they've been out for a couple of years. I didn't know that. So I started looking at the tour dates and everything's European. And I'm like, well, I guess they're not coming to the States. And someone just told me today that in May they will be here for Sonic Temple with Metallica. So my butt's going. Very cool. My, my, Let's see. That'll be my birthday to myself, my birthday present to myself, because that'll be the weekend before my 53rd birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a friend tell me, oh, I can't do that. I can't do an old, an all, an old, an all day music festival anymore because I'm too old. And he's like 20 years younger than me. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I haven't done one for 22 years. Oh, hell, I'm going to have to do one again or else I'm going to be 70 going, I haven't done one in 42 years. (laughs) Uh, For those wondering uh, what the hell we're talking about and what the actual topic is today, we don't actually have an actual topic. If you, so, um, there's two kinds of listeners to the Erotic Awakening podcast. <laughs> There's the kinds that enjoy the banter and the bullshitting around. Which we do a lot of. When they get to the when we get to the topic, they're like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, or and there's the kind that like, just shut the fuck up and get to the topic. We don't want to hear about your stupid life. Well, this is the it's our stupid life podcast episode. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about, but no particular order. We have two pages of stuff that's got nothing to do with each other. We do have some great topics coming in. And if you're reaching over for your turn this off and go listen to Planet Money podcast instead, uh, we have some great interviews coming up. We have an issue or a question of the day about a dominant that is also someone's husband that ended up uh, cheating on them, to be blunt. And we have an interview about that. Somebody who's been in that situation coming up. Going to try to give them some advice or give them, yeah. Yep. we got someone in to talk about that. We have somebody coming up to talk about the first ever that I'm aware of, BDSM Mental Health Con. Nice. And all kinds of other good shit as well. But today, you're going to just get us mucking about because, Dawn, earlier today, and if you've been listening to the podcast for the previous five years at least, you've heard us talking about our fantastic poly house. Our um, unicorn, unicorn house. poly yes. house. Mm-hmm. And the reason we call it a unicorn house is it's two houses built into one, two complete kitchens, two complete bedrooms, well, yeah. ba- uh, multiple bathrooms. It, the joke in our community is if you need a place to stay, move in with Dan and Dawn and Karen because their house is so fucking big, you'll never know. 
They'll yeah, never know. We'll, you're ne- there. we'll never know you're there. So, and it's also a unicorn, right? Because it's a fantasy creature. It's it's a it's a hard to find house, and it worked out really well for us yep. for the five years we were there. And um, I just like what twenty minutes ago took the last load to storage because yep. we're moving on from the unicorn house. So mm-hmm. the vacuum cleaner and the cleaning supplies just got taken to storage. So, and uh, when I stopped by the house, Karen had just gotten there. So she got to say bye to Ginger the Polly Puppy. Aww. And yeah. So. And, and for those that are curious, a little bit of backstory uh, Karen and I have been Polly Partners for 12 years. Yeah, you were for 12. And at year seven or so, we decided, you know what? It's dumb for us all to be paying rent on these little apartments. Why don't we go in, buy a house together? And that's what we did. And we lived. As a modified sort of, you wouldn't really call us a tri. Well, no, we were a V, a V relationship. Yeah, we were a yeah. V for uh, five years, and then life changed. Uh, Karen's direction changed, and the nice thing is, I, you know, I'm not going to. I don't. I would not use the term that we broke up, but we we moved in different directions, mm-hmm. and Karen's direction was one that led her to a new job in a new city. Didn't need the house anymore. Yeah, that house is way too big for just the t- it was way too big for three of us. But yes. we figured out how to fill it up and and things to do with it. Way too big for two of us and we you and I, we barely have enough time to do the podcast, <laughs> let alone do like run out half of it or something. Yeah. So yeah. just just don't have the time. So it was time to move on, so you and I have different plans coming up and right now we're between houses. We're actually living in a hotel. Yeah, very and I will say it's a really nice little hotel. It's, it it's, is. It's a Candlewood suite. It is an extended stay hotel, which, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of time you think about that. Oh, that's where people live when they don't <laughs> have any place to live. Not that doesn't feel like that at all. Very much, I would say, this is a great place. Very comfortable. The staff is fantastic. And if you got to be homeless for a month, it's a great place to have a home. Exactly. So, yep. So between homes. So we'll have more about our new place later. Hopefully that it goes through. So, so far. It's, so it's, far, so it's good. Tick, 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 ticking. So it's 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 working on it. Other stuff going on that hasn't slowed us down from continuing. We're still at the space, still doing stuff here. Actually, mm-hmm. kicked off just last week. We officially kicked off a brand new event that we're going to do here at the space called Hearts and Collars. So exactly, and it is polyamory with power exchange. So. I know usually if we go to a poly event, they don't really talk about power exchange. And when we go to a power exchange event, we're usually the token poly people. <laughs> there is quite a bit of poly, you know, within the power exchange community. But we're going to go ahead and combine both of them and create a one-day event. Yep. We've got only a couple of um, presenters. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be one class at a time. Yeah, we're not and shooting. It's not going to be one of these big hotel takeover mm-mm. events we where – and, and as much as we've loved running those, this is intended to be more intimate event, a smaller event where, you you know, maybe one, maybe two classes at most at any one time so that people can enjoy, you know, really relaxing, really having the opportunity to get into things and, and actually get to know each other and have presenters that are just, you know, part of the event instead of like these are the presenters and these are the not right, presenters. Right. So I think it'll be a great time. Everybody seems to be looking forward to it that's heard about it. And yep. um, I, I think it'll be fabulous. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we're keeping it small and intimate and not super small. There are still tickets. <laughs> yes. But um, definitely on the smaller level than what we usually do. Absolutely. And if you are a uh, interested in coming out and you're one of our uh, Patreon supporters like Lenore, who's our newest Patreon supporter, mm-hmm. 
you can head over to eroticawakening.com slash H-A-C. That's hearts and collars. Get your ticket. Even if you're not a Patreon supporter, you can do that. But if you're a Patreon supporter, when you get here, after getting your ticket, I will give you a deck of Kickstarter cards. Ooh. Isn't that nice? So do love the Kickstarter cards. Absolutely. So, and we've got, oh my gosh. So we've got, man, I haven't even thought about the future. I mean, today I just finished closing up that house, moved the motorcycles today. Thank so, you, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. So you, you should have seen Barrick. So because our, our driveway's on a hill, mm-hmm. he parked the moose, he parked the trailer on the road. Yeah. And that way he coasted your bike down the hill. And right, right up right into no right, up, right up into the ramp onto the trailer. So <laughs> so whereas I rode mine to 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 the storage spot and then and, and 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 I'm glad I brought my jeans and my boots and I had my leather jacket in the car because that was a cold it was fifty degrees outside, but that's still a cold ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm still cold. But uh yeah, so that's all done. So you're, I haven't even had a chance to think about like the next thing. But you're you're super lucky that it was only that it was 50 degrees i mean this is oh, january yeah. this right? is january it could have been uh edmonton where yeah. i understand it was negative 15 celsius the other day i'm not sure if they said celsius or fahrenheit but negative 15 regardless okay maybe, maybe it wasn't negative 15 celsius. <laughs> i'm not sure which one they said so but um yeah it looks like we're going to edmonton again this year yeah yeah, but, and, and we'll tell you more about that shortly. I don't think well, they've officially to... announced that one yet. Okay, well, we, we keep thinking that our schedule's not full this year, right? And we don't have a lot of stuff scheduled. That is true. But we do have a lot of stuff going on here at the space as well. But we do know we're going to Edmonton. Mm-hmm. We're going to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're going to Indianapolis if you're, in if April. You're, Toronto is announced. You can find that. That is called Taboo. That is a camping event that we are headlining. Awesome. And people that we know are going to be yep, there. So them, that's yeah. going to be awesome. Um, so those are the th- three I can think of that were scheduled for this year. And I feel like I'm missing something. So Edmonton, Toronto, and Indianapolis. We're going to be in Canada more than America at this so point. Far. So, so far. Well, that is only because we actually were reached out. And, and, and I want to tell people about this event. There's something called Crazy Winter Nights. And you can find their, their website is crazywinternights.com. Uh, they reached out and said, hey, we got this great two-day event in Omaha, Nebraska. It's got a large dungeon play oh, area. Oh, that's right. Uh, hotel, the whole thing's locked down. Why didn't you guys come out and present? And we're like, yeah, oh, man. It's like, wow, we haven't been there. Woohoo! would well, love to go. Actually, we haven't been to that event, but I actually was raised in Omaha, Nebraska. That is true. I haven't been there. All right, so. that's better. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we said, you know, boy, that, that sounds great. We would love to come out. When is this event? And he said, ah, oh, it's in two weeks. And we said, ouch, because that's the day the house closed, right? That's this weekend coming up. There's just, just not possible. But right between if, yeah, moving and packing and purging and signing off on houses and yeah, dog care. <laughs> if you are in the Nebraska area and you decide to go, you should go and you should say we heard about this on the Erotic Awakening podcast. Even if you'd already heard about it, tell them that anyway. You oh, like that kind of shit. Absolutely. Other so, events that were not. I don't know if we're going to this one yet. Which one? The Alternative Spirit Conference. Oh, I don't know. I was looking at the dates, and I'm not sure that we're actually going to be able to make it. But, um, man, it sounds like our kind of event. It's in New York City, and it just sounds fabulous. So Mm -hmm. we were going to have the person putting it together. We were going to have them on the podcast to have them talk Mm -hmm. about it. But it is very much woo, very much sacred sexuality combined with BDSM, just it's just all the yummy good stuff. Did we write down the date of that? 
did not. So I will have to look that up again. But um, it just didn't seem to work out. I'm thinking it was, mm, I don't want to misquote the the time. So we'll have to look that up again. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember looking it up and it was like, "Mm, that's a tricky little date there. It wasn't like a, I don't remember what the deal was. We'll we'll, actually, if you head over to alternativespiritconference.com, you can find out more about that. Exactly. And they've got some classes there that I would really love to either go to or have here. So, I mean, that would just be fabulous. I love the combination that they're doing. Uh, One of the things that we did do that we don't get a chance to do as much as anyone might think, and and this is funny because we are soon – uh, in about two weeks, we'll be interviewed on a podcast, Lover's Lounge, I think it's called. I'm not I, sure. I've been so busy packing and moving. I have not been keeping track of of that stuff. I've been, I've been letting that fall in your lap. Uh, but on this <laughs> Lover's Lounge podcast, they wanted to, uh, I talked to the host today and, and she was saying, oh, I see you guys are into the, the BDSM. Let's talk about that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's talk about that. But then I realized, you know, we don't play as much as people might think, you know, you own your own dungeon. You probably play all the time. Yeah. No, it's, no. it's a very popular dungeon. Everybody's already here doing shit. We have to run the dungeon. Yes. So. But we did get to play Saturday, this a previous Saturday night. We did. So that wasn't even our party. Was exactly. It a... No, no, it was, it was because it was a space party, but it was being run by Beric and Sheba. Right. So because we switch off with the other two directors. Right. So we switch off on who's responsible for the party so that some of us get a chance to play. And um, it was not our night, which means we didn't have to make sure people were following the rules and, and, you know, and, and behaving well, <laughs> behaving well, misbehaving, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you and I got to play and that was really nice. So, cause like you said, we're, we're usually busy and we don't have time. And you would think with a spanking bench at home that we would make time at home. And it's just, there's, we do so much work. We just don't do it. But it's been really interesting. One of the things that we realize is BDSM for us is not only fun, but it's also important as a, a variety of different tools, including stress relief. Oh my God. I didn't realize how much, I didn't realize, I mean, I kind of realize how much stress I'm under, right? Yeah. Trying to find a house, not being able to find a house, trying to find a house, not to be able to find a house. Our house sells, purging, packing, move, you know, just this whole thing. I just did not, you know, winter wickedness is coming up. I got to have a lot of stuff because I'm vending, Right. Don't have time to do that because of the house, but I'm also helping Arcane with his floggers and you know, mm-hmm. just all this stuff. And and um, I guess I hide my stress well, man, because you started beating me and I started bawling. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly what I needed. So and you know, it, there's you. You told me the next day. What did you say? You didn't look like you were enjoying it. I'm like, no, it hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a great time. That is exactly what I needed. I needed to, to feel that so that I could cry and just let yep. out all that stress. In, in the middle of that um, pretty intense scene. Mm-hmm. No, for, it was intense. <laughs> for some reason that I, and, and. See? We, oh, look, you still have bruises. I still have little yellow bruises. That's tiny. <laughs> It is tiny, but there's a couple. Um, One of the weird or interesting things is that in the middle of that scene, we ended up doing an interrogation scene. Yeah, where the hell did that come from? (laughs) No fucking clue where that came from. Because we've never done an interrogation scene before because even though we both would like to do one, you know all my buttons. Mm -hmm. So, and you don't want to push them because you like to win and you don't want to break me. But... 
Right. What weird language were you using? You were using some weird yes, language. Right <laughs> and, and I cannot exactly recall what I said, but it was a it was a nonsense choice, right? Yeah. Was, do you was, want this or do you want that? It right. was two totally weird words. Right. Uh, and and you stuck with you wanted that, and I enraged said, "Oh, how dare you want that!" And it was a very fun little. I scene. stuck with it too, man. Yeah. I was afraid to change my mind at that point. <laughs> So, because that cane, whoa, I'm the one that picked it, but I know. damn. <laughs> and that to me is, I don't know, that's almost the most fun about it was, I told you pick up five toys, and right. you picked five toys, and then, oh my God, these hurt so much. I, was like, <laughs> I think you paid for three of these. <laughs> and that was a birthday present that you bought me, so I don't know what your expectations <laughs> there were. All right, Don, uh, we have three flirty questions, and I'm going to have to say, that they are probably so far, and with this is number 13, 14, 15, and these okay. are kind of the lamest ones we've had yet, uh, and problematic. Yeah. I mean, the first one is, Dawn, how do you describe your perfect relationship? One that has communication and the support, and each partner wants to support the other partner in whatever it is that makes them happy. Cool. Now, then... <laughs> Hey, you, you could have just said Woo-hoo. you could have just said Dan. That's what oh, that's true. No, uh, well, you know what? I'm not going to take your bullshit answer. Why? You, you and I have a very good relationship, yes. right? What is one of the things that stands out to you? Not just you know. I mean, we have communication, and that's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, mutual respect, and that's important. Even though mm-hmm. we have a power exchange relationship, doesn't mean we don't have mutual respect. But what? I mean, fucking. Over the next thirty days, you and I will be sharing a hotel room together with two pets. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's not like we, oh boy, I'm fucking tired of your face. I'm going to go turn my chair around. So I'm looking at a wall instead, right? Um, what did I say last night? If we get fed up with each other, there's a gym down the hallway. Yeah, right. <laughs> we can work it off. So what is it about our relationship that, you know, that's not a big fucking deal? Because I know people that it would drive them crazy. Oh, man, I know people that have these relationships where arguing is part of the relationship, Ugh, right? I can't handle that sort of relationship anymore. Right. So um, so how do we do it? No, um, not how do we do it. What's one thing about our relationship that makes all this shit work? Not necessarily perfect relationship, but just something that you and I can get through all the shit that we've gone through. Is it because we are in tune enough with each other to know when each of us needs space? Maybe. So. I thought, you know, if that's your answer, that's your answer. Mine's just better. Yours is better. I'm sure it is because, I mean, neither one of us is extroverts, so we can sit next to each other shoulder to shoulder and play wow Mm -hmm. for a couple of hours until one of us gets antsy and then we need to get back to our to-do list and get it done so we don't overplay, we don't overwork. We let each other chill. Like I stayed on WOW for a little bit last night while you watched football. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't need to be stuck up your butt or or whatever. So, yeah, so it just feels like we know when to give each other space. So what's yours? I got all kinds of answers, actually. Do you? Well, it might be tr- trigger a different one with me. Go ahead. Uh, I, and I know I'll spend all day on this one question because that actually may end up being some kind of a topic. But I think the fact that we have a power exchange relationship is very valuable for us because mm. I can say, you know what, I'm going to watch football do whatever the fuck you want, and you're not going to whine. Eh, I want to watch Mass Singer. You know, you was both, that a one last night? No. <laughs> we step back and we say, "All right, what's what's going on with our lives?" Holy shit! You know, um, 
Uh, here's even a better example. And this isn't even a power exchange thing, but it's a mutual. And this is the other thing I wrote is that we have this, we have this sense of, and now I'm going to call it respect till I come up with a better word. That's not the word I want. Over the past couple of weeks, I've started a new job at the place I work. Oh, yeah. I've gone from a situation where I'm like counting the hours, you know, where I was eating from boredom mm-hmm. into, oh, gee, I can't believe it's not time to go yet. It's oh, so dragging, right? To uh, I get to work and it is work, 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 work. It is focus. It is get this thing done and this thing done and leaving every day with more feeling like there's there's just always more to do, right? And then I get home, but we're in the middle of moving. Right. So you have simply taken the responsibility of taking care of all the moving stuff, mm-hmm. nearly all of it. Now, here's the part where it's perfect relationship. I've You and I both got stressed over this thing, but neither one of us attacked each other. I never said, look, and I would catch myself when I wanted to. I'd say, look, you know, you can't pack all this shit. We're moving in this little condo. Where the hell, you know, why don't we just get rid of all this shit, right? It was your job. It was your responsibility. I stepped back and I said, you know what? You need to do it the way you need to do it, not the way I needed to do it because I'm not doing it. And you gave me the same, you know, it's not like uh, people, slaves are not doormats, right? You just had the power to say, all right, I got this and I'm going to do it. And you were feeling stressed too, but it never came very rarely did we have those moments of tension between us where it became a thing between us. I think there was one thing I wanted to throw out that you were like, no, I must go through this box. And I was starting <laughs> to feel like, oh, fuck. I'm almost near the end. There's, I've just got one more box to go through. <laughs> so uh, I think that's, that's to me what the relationship, and I don't know, it's not res- respect. It is more of a maturity mm. that, we not only respect each other's as individuals, but we respect the relationship as well. Yeah. Do you remember the email I wrote you last week? Yes. So because you and I were sitting in the dark one morning and you started talking about work and then you're like, oh, wait, never mind. You know, I know you're already stressed. And I went to share something with you about packing and I was like, oh, wait, no, never mind. You're already stressed with work. And I realized that both of us were keeping our stuff to ourselves yeah. because we knew how stressed the other person was in their own environment. And I ended up writing you this email going, I need to be able to vent to you if yep. needed. And you need to be able to vent to me if needed. Don't worry about each other's stress. Just realize that neither one of us can really do anything for the other person. Right. And we're a team. So, yep. you know, so don't keep it walled up, but realize it's one step at a time. So there you go. Perfect relationship. Ha <laughs> um, ha. Number 14. Uh-oh. This is kind of a... This. Oh, wait, because these are supposed to be flirty questions, yeah. right? So they're not really... These are actually pretty deep, actually. Well, or do we make one, them that way? <laughs> I think we make them this, that way. Uh, number 14. Do you like me as a friend or something more? I mean, that is straight up... That's not even a flirty question. That's yeah. a straight up, hey, let's talk about reality for a second. Right. Or, you know? Now, I've used a version of that that goes, um, are you flirting with me for fun? Or is this, you know, are you really want, trying to get somewhere? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I, I, I'm i obtuse. This is actually a fairly good one. I'm pretty obtuse to this kind of stuff. Are you actually flirting with me or are we just chitter-chatting? Because mm-hmm. um, some people get accused of being flirty when all they're doing is being nice. You know, nice and fun. Right. Right. Whereas some people think flirty as the beginning of a relationship. 
So it's it's kind of neat to define it one way or the other. So you know what yeah. the expectations are, I guess. Uh, and then this last one is just 100% problematic, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Do you know how beautiful you are? Fuck me. God damn it. I've, it depends how you use that. Yeah. Right now. I, I, I have a couple different thoughts on that one. And I see you do too. First mm-hmm. off, it sounds more slimy than it does flirty. Depending how you say it. Depending on how you say it. If on the other hand, I was, there are times when I am genuinely surprised that people don't recognize their own beauty. Yeah. So then, the, you know, then it's a matter of, but it, I'm just, help, I want to be a mirror. I want you to see what I see. So is that flirty or is that kadishti? That's not flirty either, I don't think. Right. So the first version of it, hey, baby, you know how beautiful you are. That's, <laughs> isn't, it, isn't there something, um, angel fell yeah. from the sky <laughs> or something like that? Is uh, it I, along those lines? Yeah. Does, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't remember how the slimy lines neither. go anymore. <laughs> um, but I have also seen people that respond very poorly to compliments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see this a whole lot. Not just respond poorly. I mean, respond, how dare you identify me just because of my physical uh, physicality, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so from a flirty perspective... Nope, wouldn't use that one at all. Now, personalize it to say, I find you attractive. Mm -hmm. I think that you're beautiful. That's a different deal to me. You know, I can see using it, like I said, on a Kaddishti level. And Kaddishti for me, I don't even know how to explain it in this context. Um, But if I saw someone was having a bad day and we were sitting close to each other, and and I'm thinking of, you know, another, another woman and... Just looking at her and making eye contact and asking seriously, do you know how beautiful you are mm-hmm. sort of thing. I can see that working, but not in a flirty context at all. So yeah, yeah. more in a healing. Yes. That's how I mean it as Kadishti, a healing sort of way. I, but I, My um, apologies to the person that wrote the article that we are stealing <laughs> these flirty questions from. And said, oh, these questions suck. <laughs> Uh, so this will be the tentacles on, uh, tentacle section of the podcast. I thought you were going to say tentacles on boob section. No, uh, <laughs> because we got like 900 tentacles that people sent in. We did. So, um, one of them, and I know it's been a couple of weeks since we have recorded. So this was a couple of weeks ago, but it was, um, octopus ceramics in a gift shop in South Carolina by Shayla. And it's just really kind of neat because people will be like looking in gift shops and stuff and, and they'll see things and they're like, oh, Dawn would like this. And I get text and Facebook messages and yeah, messages cool. and Instagram. It's really cool. And then um, Energetic Intent shared a neat uh, candle wax pouring octo from Instagram.com slash Aphrodite's underscore S. And they also... They mentioned something like yesterday or whatever when we said that we liked the picture. That if you look at their Etsy store, no Instagram, 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 they had a lot of that they had a lot of different colors and stuff too. Some very good photography on that Instagram as well. And I actually found some watermelons on boobs, so I'm I'm satisfied. Nice. Are you satisfied? Yes, it's uh, Aphrodite's underscore S, as you said on the old Instagram. Nice. So and then um, 
There was an ink drawing that um, Beacon Ropes sent me. So it was just tentacles coming out of the pages of a book. Mm -hmm. So that was really, really neatly drawn. And then I finally heard from Void George again. So, and um, they sent me a lower body tentacle tattoo. So it was just, the, the woman was just bent over and like her whole, her legs and her ass and everything was just, oh, it was beautiful. And then, oh, a lot of people. So I got Owen Lars 66 and Vanessa and, oh, hey. No, just keep going. I'll get to that one. Okay. Um, and they sent me the link to Craftsman Make Spectacular Stained Glass Octopus Chandeliers. Yes. And so I- there was those two, and th- there was actually a lot more people that sent me the, the chandelier one. So I-, I literally would not mind having that chandelier in the new new place we're oh, moving yeah? into. Nice. Yeah. It was really pretty. I like stained glass anyway. Yeah. So, but uh, And then yeah. uh, finally, Chip the Tentacle Guy sent something, sent a link. By the time I clicked on the link, I got a 404 bad gateway. So it got Aww. pulled, Chip. Sorry. So we got to hear from Boy George and Chip the Tentacle Guy you, in school. the same week. Yeah. Nice. I've actually heard from um, Sasquatch. Oh. I don't no, think it's Sasquatch, I, yeah, but it's no, no. like that. Australia. Yeah. So, uh. and I heard from them in the, in the last week or two. Cool. So, yeah, that's kind of neat. Uh, we've also heard from these new subscribers to the newsletter, which includes Gloria from West Virginia. And, oh, you left me this one. I think it's supposed to be Christina, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Christina from Illinois. You can get your EA shout out. Head over to theeroticawakening.com and you'll find a link to the EA newsletter. Nice. And you can also find us on Instagram and see the picture of the day. And we are Erotic Awakening. I think the last one I sent was of a bolt of red leather that I turned into Flogger Falls. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some pretty, I got to work on the handles later this week, but those are going to be some pretty, pretty uh, floggers. Very cool. We are about 20 minutes away from being interviewed on another different podcast. I think this one is called 412 Archive. I will uh, link that to our uh, out to our listeners as soon as I see it out there. But if you are like just sitting around going, wow, the podcast's over. Now what do I do with my life? <laughs> well, you could take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. If you like what we're doing, head over to patreon.com slash erotic awakening like Lenore did and take a look at the options on discounted stuff, extra content, and more. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. Oh, wait. Wait, music. Yay. (laughs) Oh, wrong music. (laughs) There we go. Your little toy.